2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail.
3: Hey, everybody. Oh, I love when Benny says that. As the most incredible words that hit my ears when he says, hey, you're live. <laughs> and I wish you guys could actually hear Benny do that. One of these days, Benny, we're going to have to do that where they can actually hear you do no,
4: that. Doesn't, cool. No, it doesn't make it as a clean,
5: tight show. It doesn't sound like we know what we're doing around here.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh you're live, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do it like that, Mr. Radio announcer? No, you don't say That's it like it. that,
3: though. You don't say well, it like that.
4: Maybe... Some, maybe some things are just left
5: to the imagination of the listeners.
3: I love it. There right. you go. There you go. Uh, I, I want to welcome everybody to the Doctor Pat Show. Hey, you guys out there, you are the best listeners on the planet. Um, Benny, I have to tell you, I actually, uh, I, I actually received a, an, a, not an, even an email, like an old school letter from one of the listeners the other day, um, who I'm actually going to call because the letter was so touching to me. You know, I I just started to read it, and I just started to cry. And I thought to myself, wow, who knew, who knew that this venue, what has been created here, both on KK and WWBOQ, CRN, all the networks, who knew 11 years ago that anybody who cared about anything about human potential, positive women, health and wellness, natural things in the world... Whatever that is, who knew? Well, there are some people that knew. Certainly the you know, the Eric Kremas of the world that popped up and said, oh, we're going to do like alternative talk. And then Robin Brenda, who one of the first people, I think, to sign on to do this. Um, and then Chris out of WBOQ and the WBOQ team said, yeah, yeah, come over here and talk that positive stuff. And here we are. And I want to thank all of you for all of your contribution. I want to thank all of you for filling out the survey. Uh, We were amazed, absolutely amazed, with what you all had to say about us. And we're going to, we promise to do more. Today is part of doing more. I get to introduce you to a couple of people. And and I just want to say this very, very kindly and very, very uh, epically. There are folks in the world that I have gotten to talk with over time. And I pinch myself like every day about these conversations. Now, Today, I am so thrilled to be talking with two folks that have got their groove on when it comes to health and wellness. And the reason I'm so amazed and and in awe to talk with them is because this is really the conversation that people are wanting to have about wellness. You know, this is where you have folks that are coming out in the world as, and, you know, they are celebrities in their own right. You, you, they're coming out in the world and they're saying, look, there is a practice. There is a practice that you can have for an awesome life. Dr. James, Dr. Deborah, they are joining me here today. So when I'm introducing Dr. James Rouse, Dr. Deborah Rouse, when I'm talking with these folks today and, and, and we're talking about what they've done in the world and their book, Think, Eat, Move, Thrive, yeah. I love that. How can you just sum up a life of awesomeness in four words? Uh, guess what? They just did. You know, both of them are you know, have gone down the path of what we like to call natural medicine. Hallelujah for these two. Author, speaker, entrepreneur, athlete, Dr. James, father, committed to inspiring others to imagine and achieve vibrant, high-performance lives. Yes. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, I don't know what happened, maybe they can fill me in. But some, somewhere along the line, we learn to settle. And, you know, I, I, I think for me, I have a wake-up call that said, settling is not what you do. Settling is maybe something you do when you're kind of churning butter or something, but not life. Dr. Deborah, also phenomenal natural doctor, mother of two daughters, research writer, love that. You know, she and I have that in common. Problem solver, blogger, but most importantly, again, helps people take charge of their health and discover the innate wisdom they have. So together, this fabulous tag team is joining us here today so that we can talk about what this means, what does this mean, the practice for an awesome life. Dr. James, Dr. Deborah, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. What an
4: honor, and thank you for that awesome introduction. Wow That's the best introduction ever, Dr. Pat. Thank you.
3: Well, I tell you what, you guys have done all the heavy lifting. you really <laughs> have <laughs> and i I love the book, but more than the book, I love what you stand for in life, and I want to ask each of you this question. you know, and then we'll talk about the book, and we'll talk about a lot of things today. But given everything that you've done, all that you've you've achieved, whether it's being on television, whether it's being on radio, whether it's being in front of people, whether it's simply being together, I'd love to know from each of you what some of the obstacles and challenges that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment.
4: Well, you know what, Pat, doctor, I think the thing that's probably the best thing that I've heard today and maybe all week, and gosh, I think it's all month, I think we're waiting the third day of the month, but you said something about settling. And I think the biggest thing I've learned through having the honor of coaching and working with patients over the last nearly, gosh, over 20 years, thousands of different people, the ones who are willing, if you will, to wake up every single morning and realize that embracing this day as a practice is the ultimate antidote to settling, Because practicing is all about action, it's all about movement, it's all about the idea of expansion. And when we embrace the idea of the daily practice of doing these things, I believe magic happens, and I believe that's where the universe comes in and really aligns with all the things that we want to be, the antithesis of settling. Deb, what do you think?
6: Well, Dr. Pat was asking about obstacles, and I I think for me it started – You know, over 20 years, 22 years ago, when uh, I chose to go to naturopathic medical school over conventional medical school, it feels a little bit like a salmon swimming upstream, constantly. (laughs) I I don't know if it's trying to prove yourself or just keeping the strength and the belief that, yes, this is the path. Yes, this this is my purpose. This is my mission. And then obstacles in practice when you're up against people who don't take care of themselves, and you're convincing them that they're worth it and that their self-care and their self-love are necessary on the planet and in the community to brighten up everyone's life, not just their own, that it matters, that each person taking care of themselves matters to other people as well.
3: Yeah. Oh. We are going to have a blast today. I mean, isn't it interesting, you know, because part of what you both are doing and what you have said yes to is you said yes to a form of truth, if I might say. A form of truth. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, there's a form of truth where we get to speak, you know, based on what we've studied, what we've learned, and, and how you've listened to other people. And bring forth the world of possibilities that may not be conventional, right? I mean, if you both went down the path of convention, where do you think each of you might be today? Who'd like to take that first?
4: <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is so well said, Dr. Pat. And I think the thing that really it comes back to, it's like what you're doing, your ministry, if you will, through radio and through the community you have across the country. You know, conventional wisdom, I mean, here's where we stand today. We are on the verge in this country of normalizing depression. We're oh. normalizing diabetes. We're normalizing obesity. We're normalizing mediocrity. That is what we've done through conventional thinking. I believe the time has come, and through your vehicle and what you're doing and what Deborah and I try to do every single day, is be the ruckus makers. We need to wake ourselves up from the malaise, the self-imposed mediocrity. Self-care and self-love is a vehicle for social activism. and It's only going to happen when you said we start to embrace and engage and responsible for the truth. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I love what you just said because I went on a rant in, you know, the field that I've studied, psychology. I went on a rant when I got an article from whether it was the APA or somebody. You talk about normalizing. They wanted to normalize, are you ready, narcissistic personality disorder. They wanted to normalize something that so severely can hurt other people. And the thinking behind that was exactly what you said. And it was the idea, oh, wait a minute, we're all so self-absorbed. So let's make narcissism, bullying, abuse, violence normal. Have you ever heard such a silly thing in your life?
6: Wow, that's stunning, but it makes me think of social media and how that feeds into that type of narcissism. So um, I can see where it's coming from, but I I don't agree with it.
3: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, you know, this is really one of those shows where we get to have a blast. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm joined here today. Dr. James Ralph, Dr. Deborah Ralph, joining me here today. Uh, Think, Eat, Move, Thrive, The Practice for an Awesome Life. When we come back, from break we're going to be talking with them about a, a number of different things but one of the things i love talking about and that is part one think 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 change think think possibilities think think bigger think think confidence as they say when we come back i hope you are going to I, please Get your ears wide open for this show. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll make sure you can find out more about who they are, get a copy of their book, and get ready to think confidently. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
0: Electric lights blow my mind, but I feel all right. Never stop it's how we ride, coming up until we die you
1: catch my- Grateful patients have been saying it for twenty five years when in pain, see Dr. Thane Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason, he has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevuewellness When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevuewellness
5: to sheer alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.
8: Do you want to enjoy your salad dressing without the guilt of calories, processed ingredients, salt, and carbohydrates? Gallios miso dressings are created in a certified organic plant with all natural organic ingredients. Choose from six delicious flavors. Order your dressings online now and get free shipping. Mention Dr. Pat and you will get an additional 10% discount. Visit www.gallioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. Welcome to Smile
9: Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's top dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. If you wanna
0: fly. I'm so alive. Never stop it's how we ride. Coming up until we die. I don't wanna go to school. I just wanna
3: Hey everybody, welcome back. Whoa. Fasten your seatbelt for today's show. You know, uh I love that people are coming out. And they're coming out of the closet for a lot of reasons. You know, if you go back 10, 11 years, very few people were, were like, talking about energy, talking about natural, talking about things that you couldn't really wrap your mind around. Very, very, very few. Um, But there are people that did that. There are people, like I told you, uh, Dr. James, Dr. Deborah, uh, what they did is they said, yeah, we're going to go down this path. Why? I mean, there are probably a lot of reasons why. But, but, you know, here we are. Um, Apparently, they've had a vision for what would be needed in the world today. They had a supervision for it, and I'm so honored to have you both here. Before we start to talk about Think, before we start to talk about the world of possibilities, let folks know how they can find out more about you guys, tell them about the book, uh, and uh, what you're up to here, and then we'll dive right back in.
6: Well, great. Well, Dr. Pat, they can find us at com. And also drjamesrouse.com. What were the other questions? What else have we been up to? We also have a magazine that's a regional magazine called Optimum Wellness. We've been doing that since about 1999. Nice. um, But right now the best way to reach us would be thinkeatmovethrive.com. And if anyone has questions, they can email Mm -hmm. us there as well, info at thinkeatmovethrive.com or... Deborah or James at Think Eat Move Thrive.
3: Yeah, and I love that. And, and for those of you out there, uh, you can also check and uh, check out the blogs that uh, you know that Dr. James that these guys do because you know blogs are really fun. You, they get to they get to share what they've learned on a regular basis. Keep everybody up to date. You know, look at what is and what isn't, and that's what we love. That's what we love to know. Uh, you know, we have, and I said this before, we have some of the best listeners on the planet. You know, they have transformed their lives. They are like me. I love being a student. And they are also folks that are not willing to settle. Although I have to tell you, settling can be very seductive. I want to get back to a couple of things you said, and I want to jump to, you know, part one, think. If we think that we don't have the ability to, for example, fight off Lyme disease, if we think we don't have the ability to be sane in our own lives. If we think that we don't have the strength to go through the downs in life and a pill helps us raise ourselves up, you know, there's a lot that you say about thinking, especially about confidence. Let's talk a little bit about why it is you've led in your book with part one being about think.
4: Well, you know, Dr. Pat, given your background, I'm sure the, um, the great astuteness of your listening audience, I think we would all agree that everything begins with thought, everything. Hmm. When you wake up in the morning, your first thoughts that actually cross your mind are the initiators of the chemistry that you will deal and feel the rest of the day with. And I think the beautiful opportunity within this is that we are, Deborah and I are really big advocates for the morning and I think the morning has such an incredible opportunity physiologically and spiritually and emotionally because literally the first thing we do in the morning, we become thinking people. We move out of sleep and we move into thought. And when we move into thought, we move into action. So how it is that we allow ourselves in our thinking, our inner atmosphere, we're going to create our outer weather. So I'm a big believer that it all begins with thinking because what happens inside is what's going to show up outside. Mm. And the gorgeous opportunity for all of us is to remember the responsibility and the blessing it is to use thought as a power source that you can create every single day to engage at a level of living that is truly awesome. Mm.
3: And and I I wanted to ask you, Dr. Dever. I want to ask you this question. You know, you come out of the gate, and one of the things you guys say in the book is think change. Now, now look. I was part of an executive team in corporate America for 25 years, and no one really could wrap their mind around change because change was so psychologically, sociologically, uh, and intuitively related, related to change and loss, especially when we hear it from our leaders in the, in the country, from corporations. You say the word change, and people go under their desk as if, as if an earthquake were about to happen. And nobody's really raising their hand saying embrace change. How can we turn that around?
6: Well, you mentioned something earlier, Dr. Pat, about how it's very easy to settle and, and just be comfortable. And James and I are about doing something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable every day. And corporations, when they're just plugging along and they feel comfortable, there's no motivation to change. So we're about looking for intrinsic motivation. What motivates you from the inside out? It's not about fitting into a certain pair of jeans or about looking great for your high school reunion. What's going to make that long-lasting, powerful change that's going to build confidence and and affect not just you, but the people you love, your family, your friends, your community, your coworkers? So we love to suggest that people do one thing every day that makes them slightly uncomfortable, because it's in that discomfort that you grow, and from that growth you gain confidence, and ultimately that leads you down a path toward happiness.
3: All right, let's talk about what is, what are the possibilities. I love this. I love to talk. I like to. Please go here with me if you don't mind. I love asking the question, what else is possible? And I want to ask you both, what is possible when we step into the world of think? Dr. James,
4: what's possible? Where are we going to go? Dr. Pat, I believe that's something if, you know, your listeners and for all of us just in a moment right now, when you think about that word possible and if you kind of feel that initial hit of wanting to contract, wanting to recoil, because When you say, oh, my goodness, through the idea of thought, through channeling right thinking, everything is possible, that brings up a lot of stuff for people. And I can certainly tell you um, my my paradigm around thinking is absolutely deep. For me personally, I I grew up in a four-generation family of alcoholics. My paradigm growing up for thinking was about addiction and irresponsibility and depression, and this is my idea, if you will, of thought. It was my atmosphere I grew up in. And there was a time when I believed that, you know, when I started thinking about the idea of change your thinking, change your life, I read Napoleon Hill's book <laughs> as a teenager, Think and Grow Rich. And we all know that's not a book just about wealth. It's about abundance. It's about circulation. I think when we think about the unlimited possibility that this section of the book really holds for us, it's the understanding that we say, gosh, well, how do I change my thinking? One of the things we really want to do, and we really took you through in this book, is an opportunity to understand the research of thought, understand how neurochemistry really works. And when you engage in principles of movement and food and the idea of how it is that the catalyst for building unlimited total possibility of thinking isn't something you have to will, it's something you actually create as a skill set to allow to happen. Yeah. Wow. You know,
3: um, here we are, and I want to ask you about the book. And I love, I I love that you two are are this tag team. It's really kind of cool. I, I always adore this when I see people coming together, because you know what happens when two of them are gathered, right? So, you know, I love that you come together to, to, to collaborate on this. I want to ask each of you, Deborah. maybe with you, Dr. Deborah. you know, On this journey to come out into the world, to write this book, to build this platform, how have you changed? What have you discovered about yourself through the discovery of the concepts you've written about?
6: That's an awesome question, Dr. Pat. What I discover about myself is that I constantly work on the practice every day as well as a conscious commitment to my own self-care, to grow and be a better person for my family. And in doing the process with James, my goodness, we've been together 22 years. You know, the medical school route, we were together 24-7 for five-plus years. And now working together, it's such a gift and such a blessing to be able to have, you know, as much passion, as much love, and also be so excited about creating. We are just creators, and we, we just wake up every day excited to create something new. So what I've learned is that, just like you, I love learning. I'm never going to mm-hmm. stop wanting to learn more, research more, self-improvement, self-care. It's a commitment. It's a conscious commitment for me that I, I'm going to continue to grow for the rest of my life.
3: Well, you know, I'm totally there. You know, one of the things, Dr. James, I want to ask you about is in the section of think, and, I, and before we go to break, I'd like to cover this. Um, there are many things that people write when it comes to thinking. There are very few people that are willing to have the courage to use the word power. I have to give you kudos on that for using the word power. Uh, most women in the world do not like that word whatsoever because they associate it with power over. But I love that you included it. Why did you include think power in this and what does it mean from your perspective?
4: Gosh, yeah, I'm so glad you I'm so glad that you see how important and how wonderful the use of that word is to be embraced. Mm-hmm. I think for me the word power is absolutely it's the innate absoluteness of all human nature when it is with purpose. Passion and power are synonymous purpose is what gives us power. And I think when it really comes down to the idea of using thought as a form of power, using self-care in your thought as a form of power, that's for the whole idea of igniting the life that you came here to live. You would mentioned the word being a student, and Deborah did too. To me, being a disciple is power. When you are a mm-hmm. student i.e. a disciple of your own life, a student of your life, every single day you get a chance to take the power of knowledge, the power of wisdom, the power of what is it you're learning about being in this body and having a chance to navigate every single day from a place of power, everything is possible. And I think that's the thing I really want your listeners to really understand. Power is not to be a source of discouragement or burden. Power is a source of freedom, and service.
3: I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. James Rouse, Dr. Deborah Rouse, the book, The Practice for an Awesome Life, Think, Eat, Move, Thrive. When we come back, we're going to talk about what? One of my favorite topics, eating. And we're going to talk about the relationship between eating and the inflammation epidemic, my second favorite thing to talk about. And you will be shocked. Hopefully, we'll get a sneak preview on the top ten foods to avoid. Let's take a short break. When we come back, back with my guest today, back with an awesome book. Because why? I want an awesome life. That's why uh, we used to be called, uh, yeah, cross busting your way to an awesome life. We'll be right back, everybody.
0: What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness Facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? soul suitcase with victoria cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems our soul suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered listen to soul suitcase while victoria cohen takes everyday situations like job loss relationship struggles parenting challenges work stress and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity. Purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey?
1: Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza, and we're the sophisticated guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Feeling trapped in life, like you're just going through the motions but not loving where you're at? This week's sophisticated tip is to reconnect you with your heart's desire. It's not just a cheesy saying. It's actually a vital part of a wholehearted life to know your heart's desire.
5: Start by asking yourself, what do I most want today? Or, what do I need most today?
1: Then allow the answer to come to you. Don't try to have your mind answer it. When you get the answer, though, follow through with it completely. In a couple of weeks, you'll be totally clear about what your heart wants.
5: Learn more or schedule a session by visiting
1: GetSophisticated.com. That's getsophistiga TED.com and call 206-420-8660.
3: Everybody, welcome back. Super, super conversation. I'm so thrilled, so thrilled to have Dr. James Rouse, Dr. Deborah Rouse joining me here today to practice for an awesome life. We've just finished up talking about think, think change, think confidence, think power. Now we get to talk about, yeah, eat. That's the conversation. You know, coming right out of the gate, you know, these guys ask some of the best questions why eat? Well, I don't know why, but I do know why. Thank you both for joining me here today. Dr. James, i got to ask you this question. We are really literally starving ourselves in many, many ways. We think we eat, but we're not necessarily eating. You know, tell me from your perspective, give me the State of the Union address on the eating situation.
4: I believe simply and unfortunately we are overfed and undernourished. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. We we actually think there's nutrition in candy.
4: <laughs> we we we, I mean, you we know do. what it is. We we we've, we've lost connection with what food wants to do through us.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Food wants to do a lot of things through us. It's not just a source of enjoyment or satisfaction. It's also a tool, and it can be a tool of great enjoyment. It can be a great a tool of great satisfaction but also needs to be a tool for allowing us to lead and experience a life that we came here to live. You never okay. want to not eat with the end in mind. I always think to myself, before I sit down to eat, before I walk to the pantry, before I open the refrigerator, think with the end in mind. What do I want to have after I eat? Do I want energy? Do I want peace? Do I want purpose? Do I want to have a sense of who I really am? Or do I just want to be full? That's a great Mm -hmm. question to ask.
3: I love that. I love what you just talked about. I was at an early breakfast this morning, and, um, you know, a friend of mine uh, needs a bit of a help, especially with, you know, getting some meals to her. And I said to her, you know what, I am going to make you my grandmother's recipe of spaghetti sauce. Uh, Now, I have to tell you that um, I am going to do it with organic, organic ingredients. But when my grandmother made spaghetti sauce, it wasn't from a jar. So when you say about thinking, I had, to, I had to literally think about what am I going to buy at the grocery store. And by the way, is that store going to have exactly what I need? And, you know, I don't do that that often because I must admit for myself, I, I don't make that kind of food for myself. But the thinking and excitement about fresh basil I mean, it was it was a renewal for me, and and I want to ask you, uh, you know, Dr. Deborah, what do we need to do to renew that interest and that that level of excitement that cooking, like really cooking, can bring back to people? Well, it's funny because some people simply
6: say they don't like to cook. I've always enjoyed cooking. And like you, when you were talking, I was getting excited when you were talking about basil. I was thinking, oh my gosh, I love basil. And then my mind started thinking about heirloom tomatoes and, oh gosh, yes. they're, they're at the peak and I'm not a canner, but my mom is. And I thought, I bet my mom's canning tomatoes. So my mind just started going in all these wonderful <laughs> places. So when people say, I can't cook or I don't like to cook, I think they need to go to a real either a natural food store or a grocery store that has real fresh non-GMO veggies and just smell them, smelling, uh, just ignite those olfactory neurons to start to get excited about what that's going to be like when you're preparing it. Because once your kitchen fills with those incredible scents and essential oils from, from the herbs or the plants, that to me is so exciting. I could talk about it all day long.
3: Oh, I, you know, I, I want to jump to something because, you know, let's get fired up about this. But, you know, let's talk about eating and what we should be putting in our bodies and what we should. not one of the first things that you talk about is especially what you just said, Dr. Dever, talking about, you know, what, what's your personality? You know, the other thing you guys talk about is, you know, and you call it this, the inflammation epidemic. And I would love to hear what you mean by that. I mean, I certainly know a bit about it. But I think folks need to hear what that really means, because we don't even realize sometimes what we're doing to our bodies. Uh, so I'd love for you, uh, Dr. James, I'd love for you to share this, because you really, really make an important point
4: here. Well, you know, thank you, Dr. Pat, because I think this is something that we all need to pay attention to. I think for many people, they hear the word inflammation, the first thing they think about, well, if I had a fall and I bruised myself, I'm going to see... Inflammation, swelling, a redness, heat, that's inflammation. That's acute inflammation. That's something that is a beautiful uh, in, immune response, if you will, that's highly correct and, and wonderful. It's a miracle of our body's ability to heal. Unfortunately, what we're dealing with now today is this low-grade fire, this chronic mm-hmm. inflammation, which takes the form of, over time, Alzheimer's disease. It takes the form of heart disease. It takes the form of depression, low energy, autoimmune diseases. This is what's happening with low-grade chronic inflammation. The good news, it's absolutely related to our lifestyle. Now, that's good news or bad news, depending on where you stand today with your loving self-care. But I'm going to encourage all of us to consider, oh, my goodness, you know what? I didn't realize that all these diseases that I'm most scared of in my life, the things I've seen with my parents, my friends, there's a relationship to my self-care and its relationship to how inflammation shows up through the way we think. Pessimism is inflammatory. Optimism is anti-inflammatory. Potato chips are inflammatory. Flax seeds are anti-inflammatory. Movement, and this is very interesting, sitting on a couch all day long and watching watching the news, God forbid, is inflammatory. Getting out and taking a brisk walk after dinner with a sense of gratitude and purpose and belief in who you are and being a catalyst for your whole neighborhood to watch, that's anti-inflammatory.
3: Uh, I, I want to ask you a question, uh, both of you, and I, I hope we'll have time to chat about it but before the break. Uh, maybe we'll even skip the break. Um, I discovered something very interesting um, not too long ago. And what I discovered was this little tool called a NutriBullet. Now, I don't have any affiliation with these NutriBullet people at all. I don't even know who they are, actually. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, I started to explore this because a friend of mine said, you know, actually, was it a friend of mine? I think it was my naturopath said to me, you got to be eating more greens. Uh, you know, knowing your personality, uh, you're just not going to eat them. You're not going to sit there uh, and sit down and eat a bowl of greens. So try this thing. And so all of a sudden, I started to try this, this, this thing I've never done before, right? And building something in, in a device, which includes flaxseed, which includes greens that honestly, between you and me, I wouldn't even come near. And, and all of a sudden, I start to feel better. Who would like to talk about that? It, you know, is it that we have to, I mean, am I like a crazy person that I have to go to a device in order to get my greens? <laughs>
6: <laughs> you're so crazy, Dr. That's why we love you. And I, I want to know what your recipe is because I love putting greens in. <laughs> I, you know, I may use a Vitamix. We also have right. a little contraption device like you're talking about. It's not Nutribullet, but it's basically the same thing. Right, And right. because, you, you know, we were talking earlier, some people just don't like to cook. But they've, manufacturers and farmers have made it so easy for us to get pre-washed greens these days that you take a handful and throw them in your drink. You don't really notice that they're there, especially if you add a few frozen strawberries, your ground flax, your almond milk. Uh, you enrich it in so many ways. And then I don't think it's crazy that you're feeling great. Number one, you know that you're doing something good for your body. So you have... The, the mental, the thinking part already engaged, like, okay, I'm I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing something that's going to help me feel better. So you've already got that positivity set in motion, and then you add the biochemistry and the physiological effect that the food is going to have in your body, and it's a win-win situation. So that's what's happening. That's why you feel so good.
3: Well, and, you know, I love this because, you know, I—, I I love how many options there are. You remember I mentioned the world possibilities? So when I would think about, when my my doctor would say to me, okay, I want you to do this, after she says, you have to eliminate everything white, you have to eliminate this, don't eat corn, don't do this. And, you know, you get down to it and you say, okay, what is possible? And then I start to get, like, creative. You know, who knew? Who knew you could eat beet greens, right, (laughs) and put them in a drink? And then add some organic green powder and some other stuff that I put in there. And then we have a manufacturer here of organic sunflower seeds that have these the, the, uh, cayenne on them. You know, I think they're called spunk. They're right at a bottle. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. Can it, is it possible that all of this is really that good for you and tastes good? See, aren't we really battling, Dr. James, the idea that, Eating good, living good—it's oh, so painful. Where have we really lost our sense of this?
4: You know, that is the ultimate question, Guy. I, I, I applaud your courage for asking what we all need to really ask ourselves. What has it become that we will say feeling good is too much work? If yeah. if if it's too much work to feel that good. Then we ask, ask ourselves, what are we doing here? If we think convenience and living an average, mediocre experience is the outcome we're looking for, then you know what? That is yours to decide for yourself. But ultimately, we have to ask ourselves a big question. What is it that gives you more life? And so Deborah said something a moment ago, which is really beautiful. We encourage you to be uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable to be in pain, but to get right. out of the rut of self-imposed mediocrity that says, you know what? Oh, my goodness, to actually wash the greens is a pain. You know what? You take a moment and you wash your greens mindfully and bring gratitude in, then all of a sudden you've got a double whammy of anti-inflammatory goodness coming at you. Just being grateful while you're washing the greens and then bringing the greens into your life, that should be the greatest source of joy we can create for ourselves. You know what? The time it takes, the three or four or five seconds to actually rinse a vegetable, to actually right. put it in a steamer for maybe two to three minutes or saute it with some wonderful avocado oil. And the oh. whole time you're doing that, feeling grateful, you're going to feel so darn good under the influence of that experience, neurochemically and spiritually. Look out. Get ready to feel really good.
3: Yeah. I love that you talked about this. And before we before we jump on to movement, i got to ask you one question. One of the things I think that has done an enormous amount of damage uh, in our culture was the no fat craze and you just mentioned avocado oil love it we went through this no fat craze we have generations especially of women generations of women that to this day if they ate a half of an avocado they think that they have to be on the treadmill for four hours but it's so bad for that (laughs) i mean do you do you remember what we went through can you talk a little bit about that before we jump to getting on the treadmill
6: I remember that really well because um, yeah. my dad and stepmother were really into Pritikin and they lived near the center and we would drain the oil out of all of the nut butters um, <laughs> so that it was almost powder, like it was hard as a rock and you couldn't <laughs> spread it onto anything. And um, I also remember a <laughs> time when we were in medical school and I used to demo foods at the natural food store. And I had drizzled some olive oil on the pasta <laughs> before I dressed it with tomato sauce that I was demoing. And right. this this man came up and was, you know, reading me the riot act for adding olive oil to the pasta. How could I, you know, with the fat? And, and this man <laughs> was so skinny and pale, and I thought, man, dude, you really need some of this olive oil, and I think of, um, yeah, it's really sad to me, and I think that's where our diets have gotten so out of balance when we try to to totally eliminate any one primary ingredient where oils and fats in general are so necessary in our diet and for our brains, um, it, it just gets a little out of control.
3: Yeah, it's out of control. Let's talk about the real out of control. And you know what? I'm not perfect in this area. I'm going to be the first to tell you I'm not perfect in this area. And it's, it's, it's what you cover in the book, you know, that I, I think we got to talk about. It's about move. You know, I'm not perfect and there are a lot of reasons why I'm not perfect, but I, I come from being a trained athlete earlier uh, in my life. Uh, and yet at the same time, I, I'm just curious right now, how easy it is to give up moving and how hard we've made the even the thought of it how hard we've made the thought of that and i love that you talk about the many many ways we can do this as a matter of fact i have a friend that wants me to get one of those things that you attach to your arm so that you monitor how you're uh, how many times you're moving Let's talk about how seriously important, not from a, not just culturally that we move, but genetically, I mean, DNA that goes back to ancestors. Boy, we have given the movement up.
4: You know, Dr. Pat, this is my area of passion. I am an absolute zealot when it comes to exercise. I love it. I, come, I wake up in the morning at 4.30 every morning. If I'm not breaking a sweat by 5 a.m., it's a rarity. It's just something that I've absolutely understood that. And it really became, when I was in medical school, the thing I really get excited about exercise. and I, like you, I've been exercising most of my adult life. Yeah. But when I learned about how DNA, how our genes get a chance to express themselves under the influence of movement, Oh my gosh, that was the game changer for me. And I think for all of us today, as you're listening to this show, think about, you know, not about like being an Iron Man or climbing Mount Everest. Think about your street and think about the four or five driveways that you could do interval wise. Walking slow, walking fast, walking slow, just alternating every driveway. And as you're doing this, think about two things. Think about your genes and how the D, if you will, the DNA will express anti inflammatory activity and anti-aging activity at the same time. another cool thing is happening, too. There's this wonderful, I love to call it, it's like a miracle grow for your brain. It's a fertilizer for brilliance. It's a, it's a fertilizer for building this amazing, thinking, beautiful, highly functioning brain and mind. It's something called brain-derived neurotropic factor, and the acronym is BDNF. BDNF loves when you move. It'll produce this amazing, fertile experience for growing a great mind, no matter if you're 40 or 60 or 106. It doesn't know your age. It only knows your behaviors. So I think the thing I ask for people to do, exercise only on the days that you eat. That should be the way you should look at it. If you're going to eat today, you've got to move. But don't treat it as a punitive experience, not as a daunting thing on your list. Treat it as something that should be gratefully experienced in a way that feels in alignment with your personality. If you love to garden, garden with zeal. If you love to shop, park as far as you can from the mall, and and, if you will, interval walk into the mall, interval every store. I mean, there's so many wonderful ways to bring movement into your life. And think about how your genes love it, how your mind loves it. And I believe emotionally and spiritually we are wired to move. And when we move, we catch fire with passion.
3: You know, one of the things that I also wanted to ask you about and kind of tying it together is, you know, we live in this uh, Catch-22. The Catch-22 is that we are living in an epidemic time of many, many things uh, inflammation. We don't even, there's so many autoimmune diseases right now that every day you wake up, there's a new one. Uh, and what they all have in common is the level of inflammation. Uh, and yet at the same time, what happens is that level of inflammation creates pain. Uh, the last thing that people want to do is move. And so they don't, the lack of movement, uh, causes serious problems, which causes more pain how do we break this cycle? What are some of the movements that people might do? I know what I learned was you could just get in a pool and just, uh, what is it they're doing at the water aerobics or something. And the water, you know, helps with that. But how can you talk to our, our, our folks today, you know, to just say, look, this is what you might might explore?
6: Uh, Dr. Pat, I would I have to admit this is an area I'm slightly judgmental in and I'm working on it, but I <laughs> truly believe that if we are blessed with the ability to move and we don't use it, it it's a tragedy. And yeah, for is. people who just need to get started, I love the idea of a pool, but a lot of people are intimidated by the pool or they don't have access to a pool nearby or a you know, a warm, water-open-swim type of situation. So I love the ideas that James mentioned. If if you're somebody who likes to go to the mall, take a few laps around the mall before you start your shopping and park far away, park far away at the grocery store. And um, certainly if you have a dog, you you got to get your dog out for a walk every day. And finding ways to move naturally throughout your day is so important. If you have a desk job, it's crucial to get up at every hour and move for five minutes, whether you're stretching or take. if you have a stairwell that you can take a few ups and downs, that's a great idea. I have a nurse friend who tries to do that every year, and she said she, not every year, I'm sorry, every hour, and she had enrolled a group of nurses to do this with her, and then they all all dropped out on her, and she's the only one left doing it, and I applaud wow. her for that. But it's so important, just stretching. Um, if you're watching TV, there's just no excuse for just sitting on your tail the entire time unless you've been moving all day, right? You know what you, I discovered? You,
3: what? Yeah. Uh, here's what I discovered, and maybe you guys, you know, because you're athletes. Uh, I discovered these rubber bands. Now, I know I'm not calling them by their official name, but they're, they're bands and they have handles on them. They come in different colors, right? Uh, and, you know, what I discovered, especially when I was at the core of my sickness and pain, right, these bands where you could be sitting in your lounge chair, and building muscle through your arms, through your neck. Do you know the bands I'm talking Absolutely, about? Absolutely, that's a great okay. idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you can stand
6: on them, you can be doing bicep curls or tricep oh. kickbacks, and it's a fabulous idea.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, and and to, Dr. Pat, you said yeah. a moment ago about the whole sure. idea of when people are just struggling with the idea of getting started or they're in pain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the most
4: amazing thing is that all movement creates positive emotion. So the wonderful great anti-pain killer
1: is yeah. movement
4: and i think if mm-hmm. we can just will ourselves through that initial experience i'm not trying to challenge people who have chronic heavy duty pain but i'm suggesting that circulation of any sort a-, a walk using the exercise bands whatever it is just beginning will set a tone physiologically it'll set a tone chemically to start to encourage your body to understand this is your new homeostasis. This change is your new way of being. We all need to kind of get over the idea that it's not about perfection. It's about the practice. And that really was the idea of this book. Too many people we had seen is that people get caught up in a small box. It has to be perfect. You want to get rid of that box. You want to kick it to the curb and never look at it again. Open up to the expansive understanding that this is about the practice. In every single moment of our life, we get an opportunity to show up to be present for the practice, and herein lies the beauty, the bliss, the bounty that life wants to be.
3: Wow. Thank you both. I can't believe the hour went by so quickly. I think I've got about a minute left. I want to ask each of you, what is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with?
6: What I would love everyone to know is that they are worth it, that self-love and self-care is a form of social activism that
4: they deserve to share with the world and I would that's beautiful Deborah. and I'd like to echo that I think the most important thing that people walk away with is just taking a moment to slice an hour of their day to say you know what I'm going to be part of a community Dr. Pat you have a community and here's what I know when we are together in community as you said when we're together when more than one are drawn together here's the beautiful thing we understand community is healing Community is the opportunity to absolutely remember how good we really are. There's a chemistry, there's a spiritual experience that happens when two or more come together. I think that what we have to ask ourselves today is, what gives us more life? And then sit quietly enough until our apple juice settles in our mind to get clear about Mm. what that
2: is.
1: Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane.
5: to sheer alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy or from illness into health leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the ascended masters and archangels you will not be the same visit transformationtalkradio.com for show dates and times and lesliefontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance
7: Do you want to
8: enjoy your salad dressing without the guilt of calories, processed ingredients, salt, and carbohydrates? Gallios miso dressings are created in a certified organic plant with all natural organic ingredients choose from six delicious flavors. Order your dressings online now and get free shipping. Mention Dr. Pat and you will get an additional 10% discount. Visit www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com Welcome to Smile Big, nominee
9: of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleach, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's top dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.